Welcome to Fire Talk, where we give you the latest news and updates on fire athletics. I'm Drew Watson, Director of Athletics here at SCU. My special guest co-host today is head men's soccer coach Clay Roberts. And our guest today is head, head track and field coach Nick Dotson. Welcome, guys. All right. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, good to have you here. So you may be wondering, what are you wondering right now? Why is the athletic director wearing a, a cowboy hat? Why do I look Yellowstone today? I definitely was wondering. I'm wondering why you don't wear it more often, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it happens to be Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey night tonight yes, at is. the basketball doubleheader against St. Thomas, which we'll talk about a little bit. Uh, and I I feel like we should we should dress the part. And and I think if you knew it, you probably would have dressed similar to me today. No doubt, no doubt. And would've... you did know it. You just didn't. You're not in touch with your eras. No, I didn't know if we were participating at the level that we would want to. Just yeah. was it for the kids? Was it for the staff? I mean, that's kind of where I fell. Obviously, I walked in and I saw you. and I was like, man, I missed it. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> and I think you would look good. You know, you. I've never no seen doubt. you in a cowboy hat, no but I you could have pulled it off. I think you would have. And and Nick, I think. I think you could have pulled off a cowboy. I'm a country today. boy. I'm from South Georgia. I believe I can do it. So maybe, maybe apart from Taylor Swift night at the basketball doubleheader, we should have a staff Western day or something. You yeah. Do that. I can bring my Georgia boots out. And would that you think that would boost staff morale? Maybe. I mean, I think our morale is pretty good, but would that like take it up to the next level? Yeah, I mean, definitely have a contest with it, sort of how we do with the uh, with the ugly Christmas sweater. Maybe that could be a good contest. That's good. That's, I think we're on to something. I've never been to a bad costume party, right? So just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of Taylor Swift, and, and I know I know people are at different spots on this, but what did you think of the Super Bowl? All right. First of all, what did you think of the Super Bowl? Go ahead, Nick. I, I, I enjoyed it. it. The first part, it, it seemed like it was pretty boring. Mm-hmm. And then it yep. started to get pretty good, and I was really into it there towards the end, but you know, always like to see a good dog fight. You don't want to see a team blowing the other one out, and so I thought it, it came down to the wire, so it was pretty exciting. Yeah, it was the same way. I was just hoping for a good game, right? I'm not a yeah. fan for either one. I'm not yeah. rooting for one, so just rooting for a good game, and it was, so yeah. it delivered. Yeah. Anytime you go overtime in a, in a Super Bowl, I think it's 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 pretty it's a pretty good game. Both Correct. had their chance to win, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yep. So what would you what where do you stand on the whole, you know, some people are like, I love seeing Taylor Swift at the game. Some people are like, God, get her off the screen. I'm watching football. Where do you guys stand on that spectrum? Uh I mean I don't I don't really honestly, I really don't know a lot of her music, being honest with you. Yeah. Um, but I, I know that she does make a lot of money and um I didn't show her as much as they have the like Super Bowl. Seven yeah. seconds, I believe. Yeah, they didn't show her a whole yeah. lot. I just you know, for me, um, I thought she was going to win Super Bowl MVP at one point, though. So, <laughs> so you're not going to be winning any Taylor Swift lyric contest tonight? No, no. I, I really don't know any okay. of her music. But I hear that she's pretty good, and she obviously makes a lot of money, so she must be doing doing something right. Yeah. Hey, it, she wrote a song called Love Story. It's her love story. Don't hate on her. You know, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> I, I'm for it, man. Put it on there. Yep. Whatever rate helps ratings. Hey, fantastic. Okay, from a sports standpoint, did you, you you had to see you know Travis Kelsey getting in Andy Reid's face, screaming at him, bumping him during yeah. the game? As coaches, what was your reaction to that? I mean, look, did Michael Jordan say in his day, "Hey, give me the ball in the big moment"? I mean, he's just 
He's trying to help his team yeah. win, right? Obviously, you want to see him do it differently. Yeah. You know, we don't condone that. We don't want that. Right. You know, if the camera didn't catch that, which there's how many cameras there, right? Yeah. We're not even talking about it. That's Correct. just him in his moment saying, hey, let's win this thing. I feel like I got something to offer. And he hadn't been utilized as much, but they, yeah. they were on him. Obviously, he's yeah. a big key target. But, hey, I don't, I'm not mad at him. Yeah. He got it done in the end. So, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of it only because of how they kept putting it on the screen with yeah. the slow-mo. I don't think it was meant to be the way it was being portrayed with a lot of the slow-motion stuff. I think if you put it in fast motion, he was just, like, really riled up. It's like, look, come to me. You know, I want to be a part of this. I want to get it done. Um, but then, of course, you know how the media operates at times. And so I think they kind of made it more than what it was. The only reason why I didn't like it as well is, you know, um, the style of athletes that we have in this era now. Yeah. You know, we don't want to give – them any thoughts of, hey, well, if Kelsey did it, this is how we should do right. it with our high school coach or our youth coach or our college coach. And so that was the only negative I saw from it. But I thought he meant well. It's just it was a bad look the way it was being portrayed. Yeah, I think there's different levels to it for me. Uh, you know, it's one thing to – I mean, how we were all raised, you don't, yell at, you don't yell at your coach. Correct. So that's one level. The second level is he bumped him. Like, and yeah. he's just standing there. He's like, you know. Yeah. And so it looks it it looks it it looks really bad. Yeah. And I wish after the game he would have owned it. Yeah. But he joked about it. Oh, I was just telling Andy I loved him. Yeah, I I didn't like that part. Instead of just saying, look, hey, I could have handled that better. But man, I was just in the moment. Yeah. I wanted to win another Super Bowl. Yep. I think you know people would have took it a little bit more seriously as far as on the respect level. But he was just like, ah, you know, and you know some that could have rubbed some the wrong way, especially yep. more of your old school style coaches. Um, where, like you said, we grew, even I grew up in an era where, hey, that's a big no-no. And so, um, but but I, I know he meant well. So. Sure. We're talking oh. about an elite-level athlete at Correct. the pinnacle moment of the season. Uh, our college kids don't do that. Yeah. Don't even think about it. Yeah. Did right? You, Not even close. That's good. <laughs> did you notice what Nick did there a minute ago? He said, even I grew up in an era. Do you know what he's saying about you and me? Oh, man. He's aging himself. I see. That's <laughs> all right. So, so he, what, he said, what he meant to say was, you older guys, yeah. I right. know you grew up in that, but right. even I at my age, That's my right. young age, grew up in that era. I do, I do, that, I do that with Coach Lambert That's and Paul right. sometimes, too. And, uh, especially Coach Lambert. He's like, I know what you mean, Coach. So he's looking at the guys with gray in their beard right now and going, Disrespect. That's well, all it was. Well, Latasha says I'm getting more, so. All right, so let's get to Southeastern Athletics, and obviously you are the the coach of the track and field team. Mm -hmm. uh, we are now track and field's interesting because you've basically got two sports in indoor and outdoor that do generally the same thing with the same people. Correct. So, so the first question I'll ask you is: Some people would say, "Why do we have two sports that are really one?" Explain to us the difference between indoor and outdoor and why you think that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely a very big difference if you were in our sport and, and really come in, understand it, and learn more about it. Um, and that's why I tell athletes all the time and coaches uh, from other sports. Um, and I think you've done a good job of coming out and you've gotten a really good understanding for it more. Indoor is really a, a, a great practice round to get ready for outdoors, but it also can get you national championships and All-American honors and et cetera. Uh, indoor is definitely full of a lot of more distance events. Um, as you will see, you'll see like the, the uh, 800 meters, the 1,000, the mile, more distance level uh, relays. Um, and then you'll have things like, there's no hammer throw, but there's the weight throw. So yeah. it's a larger implement because you can't let it fly that far inside. 
Um, they don't run the 100 meters, run the 60 meters because you can't get 100 meters indoors depending right. on where you are. So it does have a lot of different levels to it. Um, like our guys that are really good 100 meter runners, sometimes they're not as great 60 meter runners because you got to be really quick from the gun and because yeah. there's not a lot of uh, room on the track. So um, they definitely have their differences. We've always been successful in both. I think we have always been a much better outdoor team uh, because we need things like the 4 by one relay and the 400 meter hurdles and mm-hmm. Uh, the steeplechase and stuff that you wouldn't have inside. But we have found ways and, you know, won uh, quite a bit of conference championships, even a national championship indoors uh, because we wanted to be very versatile program. So uh, we want to keep that going. Uh, we got definitely a young group now. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, you're in you're in your fifth year. Yep. And so now you've got the, the original class that you recruited is gone. Yes. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we're living life after – a lot of the, the Maya and, yeah. and Courtney and all those. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an interesting time in your program's history. Uh, now, you mentioned you're the indoor, the defending indoor national champs on the men's side. Uh, congratulations on that again. That's quite a, quite a feat, especially when you say outdoor is your strength. Correct. You know? So if you can win a national championship in the sport that you're not as strong at, that's, that's always excellent. But talk to us as we head into the Sun Conference indoor championships. Talk to us about the men's and women's teams and, you know, how that looks like it's going to shake out. Great. I'll start with the women first. Uh, we lost a lot to graduation. We lost we lost so many All-Americans and national champions. Yeah. From, we lost two classes essentially at once yeah. because the majority of our 2019 class didn't come back for their COVID year, which mm-hmm. we were okay with that. A lot of them got really good jobs, and we want to see them pursue uh, those careers because that's the ultimate goal. So we essentially lost two classes at once. And so – uh, going into this year, I was a little worried about the girls' team um, because we did recruit well, but, you know, as we have gotten better, people are looking at us like, man, you guys should be recruiting at an even more high level. Well, actually, it's become more challenging because now we're fighting UCF and USF. These are the people we're fighting off now. We're in no disrespect to our conference schools, but we're not really fighting those guys for recruits no more, and that's where the ball field has kind of been tough for us uh, just being able to do that. But we have been squeaking in there and getting some of those really good athletes that fit what Southeastern is looking mm-hmm. for. And that is the other thing. We want to make sure that we're pursuing kids that fit the university and the culture that we have in our program and the university. And so um, the girls have really turned the corner this year, though. Man, I'm really excited for them. Um, I like our chances um, this week. Uh, it will be a challenge. Um, the last few years it's kind of been wide open on – you know Southeastern was probably going to win it, and this year that's not quite the case. Yeah. Um, but I definitely like our chances this week. We really, especially last week at Vanderbilt and the week before, we we really saw some things. Um, and we our national qualifiers were way more than what we thought for the girls' yeah. side. So uh, touching on the men, uh, the men, they're just as good as they were last year. Uh, we don't have we, – we lost three of the top six hurdlers in NAIA history all in one graduating class. So – with that being said, but we do have a freshman that's – he may end up being better than all three of them. And, but they set the tone for us to get that Who type that? of kid. Uh, Cameron Galdano, yep. um, he's ranked top five nationally right now. He's the only freshman in the top 25. Um, he's very, very good. And, but we want to keep building on that. And we got our work cut out for us this week. St. Thomas will definitely be knocking at the door. Um, they've really built their program up over the last year and a half, and they got some really – stable numbers but I like our chances um because we are ranked number two in the country I think currently on the guys side um we do have a chance to repeat we'll have our work cut out for us there 
Uh, but I just think if we just keep doing what we've been doing and the injury bug can stay away, you know, the sky is definitely the limit for us. Now, you mentioned the, you know, the last five years we've gone into the Sun Conference Championship pretty much know we're going to win. Yep. It's a little different element here now where we're, we're being pushed, which I think is great for the conference. Correct. What kind of what kind of uh, excellence and and you know and and level of commitment and work ethic does that bring in your kids? You know, no, because because it's 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 something different knowing you can roll into a to a race yep. and you're going to win. Correct. As opposed to man, I I got to look over my shoulder. It's going to be more challenging. What what's what's a different perspective there for your kids? Yeah, I think you know we inherited the hashtag this year. Tradition never graduates. And so what we've been able to do since 2019 to right now has been amazing. But we had to let this class here know, this specific team, that those were those classes. And yeah. I think people forget, um, and you were there, Drew, in Savannah in 2019, um, we almost didn't win the girls' title. You know, USCB was ranked number eight in the country at the time. Um, it came down to our 5K girls went one, two, three, and then we won the four by four. We won by six. Mm -hmm. Now, after that, we've been winning by well over 100, if not more. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of where we are now, yeah. how that first-year group was. But that first-year group was very talented but young. Um, so we, we are just trying to instill to them that, you know, yes, we've had the success that we've had, but you guys weren't part of that. Some of you yeah. were, and you guys got to kind of create your own lane and your own legacy. Um, and I think we've instilled that in them. I think you're going to see something special this week because we've seen them really turn the corner. Um, and I think why they're turning the corner is because, like, we had – five kids be baptized at SCU conference. Yeah. Like it started it's off amazing. the track. Yeah. We had five kids. Yeah, I mean, that was huge. And then we went into academically, we've been better. Um, and so just trying to instill into a lot of our young freshmen, cause we have a lot of freshmen, like this is how we do things when it comes to study hall and things like that. And now the track takes care of itself. Yeah. Well, give us last question. Give us two or three names we should be looking for this weekend. Uh, on um, each side. Yeah. On the, on the women's side, uh, Definitely Mimi Mendez. She has been awesome. Um, she's went from being a walk-on athlete to a scholarship kid for us. Yeah. Very good. She's one of the most versatile athletes in the country. Um, she may break several conference records this weekend. Um, wow. She's that good right now. Wow. Um, Sarah Foreman, uh, she was actually a grad transfer from SCAD. Um, cool thing about Sarah, she's beat Julia Rahm before. Yeah. And so we've, <laughs> and Julia Rahm is a legend for us. And so to be able to get that type of athlete that wanted to come to us to finish out her career was huge, and she's going to be very, very good. Um, those are definitely two to look out for. On the guy's side, uh, Davian Worlds has been running out of his mind this year, mm -hmm. um, and so he's he's definitely going to be knocking at the door. Joseph Taylor is definitely a legend for us. We know what he can do. He'll be in the hunt uh, to try to retain his titles. Is Joe like 35 now? Yeah, I mean, he's been so good for so long. I had a, I had a guy <laughs> ask me the other day, and, and what's crazy, that kid still has another year of eligibility. That's you got to find wow. the cracks, right, yeah, Coach? you got to make it work. Yeah, and then Cameron got Daniel, of course, uh, the, the freshman, um, one of the best hurdlers in the country in high school. Uh, last year, he's from Atlanta, uh, chose us over a lot of power fives, mm. um, and he just liked the environment that we had here. And so um, he'll be in the hunt. Uh, Glenn Rogers has the, the conference record at 783. Uh, if you know anything about numbers, 783 is one of the fastest times in the NAI history. I think it's top four all time. For, wow. So for him to even be trying to go after that, it's great. our school record's faster than that. So our school record's number two all time in NAI history. So wow. it's it's crazy. Uh, I remember when he was practicing on the field last spring, we were trying to hit him with the ball. We couldn't even do it. So <laughs> the guy's got some wheels. Well, Coach, thanks. Thanks I for joining it. us today. Good luck this weekend, and we wish you guys the best. I appreciate it. Bring it, bring it home. That's the goal. 
Well, Peterson Myers takes pride in the accessibility of their experienced attorneys and in a thoughtful and innovative manner, they solve problems for clients. In addition to legal skills, Peterson Myers are personally and deeply involved in the communities in and around Polk County. Peterson Myers, PA, an official partner of Fire Athletics. So, Clay, let's talk about Fire Athletics, the sports. All right. We've got a lot going on right now. We do. It's crossover season. Baseball. Wow. Yeah. Nine and oh. They're they're cooking. Big start of the season. Three game sweep over Oklahoma Wesleyan. Good start. Well, the pitching's been key. Uh Darian Smith, I mean, if if you get a chance to go watch when Darian has a start, I mean, he he's been lights out. He's been the Sun Conference player of the week, three straight weeks. Uh he's he's had ten strikeouts over five scoreless innings on Thursday against Oklahoma Wesleyan. So uh, I saw that I saw him pitch in Arizona and I think he uh, I'm old, so my memory may be failing. I think he struck out like seven of the first eight batters. It's amazing, and so he is—he is big time. That's you know, awesome. It's That's really, awesome. really good to see him see him uh, start off the year like he like he did last year. Yeah. What's What's next for baseball? A uh, big series this week, uh, hosting number nine Taylor, uh, who made the NAI World Series last year and finished sixth. Uh, also on Tuesday, they'll play at Tampa, uh, which should be at a lot of attention with the number one team in the NAIA playing the number one team in Division Two. Love that. So that's going to be a really fun one to watch. Yeah, they got a big program over there for a lot of years. Yeah, for sure. I think we'll take them. Yeah, you're calling it. You're calling it right now. If I know Dinkle, we're going to take it. Well, what Dinkle's doing for that? What Dinkle's doing right now is going. Oh man, we're not hitting. Ah. Despite what I just said about we're not about Darian, we're not pitching. Which means we're going to win. Yeah, he's he's now. Didn't you? Now here's an interesting (laughs) story. When we won the national championship in 2018, we had little like a little breakfast the next week to celebrate that moment. First first team national championship in school history. Um, And I believe when Adrian walked in the door. You said, "Hey, where, where's your dump truck full of sand?" Yeah, the old sandbagger. Yeah, he he. Uh, number one in the nation. Actually. He is number yeah. one in the nation. In I gave him that ranking. <laughs> no, it's accurate. That's, That's a really good, good ranking. So good. <laughs> fun one on Tuesday. It should be should be a lot of a lot of fun to watch and and that. That's probably going to get some attention in the media as well. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, big, big one. Um, switch over to men's basketball. Men's basketball split last week, coming up just short in that wild comeback. You know, last minute against Kaiser, um, had the three point win at, at Weber International on Saturday. Yeah, Reggie Mesidor played well last week. Had twenty two points, six assists, four rebounds, four steals at Kaiser, and then sixteen points, four rebounds, four assists, and a block in the win at Weber. Awesome. Uh, that game at Kaiser was a was a weird one. I I I I like to drive. I try and drive a team a year. I mean, I'm sorry. I like to drive a team once in their season. Right. Just get on the road, get to know the team, and and uh, I drove men's basketball that night. So I was I was in the house, and with four minutes left, we were down 15, 74, yeah, 59. I remember. And uh, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, two things happened. We started hitting shots. In mass, Sean Shore had had a great run there in that last four minutes, but they also f- seemed to forget that you need to get the ball over half court in order to. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I thought, you know, our strategy sometimes when you get down the last minute, the strategy automatically is foul, get them to the line. Uh, when I coached, I always used to try and get a trap there on the first pass because they're expecting us to foul. Right. And then the the guard kind of freezes, like, oh shoot, they're not fouling me. Where do I go next? Yeah. And you can get some turnovers, and and that's that's a little bit of what happened that night, and then we miss a layup at the buzzer to send it to overtime. Yeah. You know, it's a tough so one. heartbreaker, really tough loss down there. Um, what's the what's the schedule look like for this week? Well, as I said, we have uh, we have 
Taylor Swift night tonight at uh, night. At, at the Furnace, and it's uh, St. Thomas coming to town, a big rivalry on both the men's and women's side. Uh, St. Thomas is the hottest team in the league on the men's side, having won their last five games and moving into a tie for first place. Uh, and they actually they actually ripped Florida Memorial on Saturday at Florida Memorial. And FMU was has been ranked, uh, you know, I believe as high as 11 this year. Oh, I wow. may be wrong. They're curr- they were currently 16. So, uh, yeah, St. Thomas is playing really well. So then it's off to Coastal Georgia on Saturday. Big week. Yeah. Big week. Big week for the guys. Um, women's basketball um, also coming off a one-on-one week. Uh, another, you know, a, a, t- a close loss there at Kaiser, yep. um, which moves them into the first-place tie with St. Thomas. Yep. Right in the league, and then um, you know they come back with this 11-point win at Weber, which is a great response, obviously. And so, uh, yeah, it's tight now at the end. Yeah, I mean the the, the women's team had had you know really was on a, a nice run there, and uh, the defense struggled a little bit about against T- Kaiser, uh, allowing 30 buckets, which mm-hmm. max matched the most they've allowed in a game this year. Uh, combine that with the struggles on offense. I mean, I think we were seven for 27 from downtown, which is not. How this team typically shoots, and it was a tough night. Uh, they got they got turned around a little bit on Saturday at Weber, as you said, an 11 point win. We forced 18 turnovers and got 18 points from Becky Kalidiev. Uh She's she's having a a great season in her in her last year with the yeah, Fire. That's great. That's great. Uh, what's the rest of this week look like for women's basketball? Well, as you said, we're tied with St. Thomas for first place, so this is a battle for uh, lone uh, sole possession of first place tonight with the women. Uh, we, we host them tonight in the furnace. Uh, so a win puts us in control. Then off to Coastal Georgia, just like the men on Saturday. That's great. Good luck to the ladies. I know Coach is up for it. I've run into him a couple times leading up to it, and he's focused. Focus is a good word for Coach Neal. That's the best word. Yes. Love that. <laughs> I love that. All right. Fire Wrestling. Those guys, they're going to host the national qualifier for the third time in program history coming up this weekend at the Furnace. Yeah, exciting Exciting to host the AC uh, championship, basically, and we moved that to the Furnace. Uh, we just, we're just we going to go with three mats uh, in the Furnace that day, so it's going to be exciting. Total of 32 bids to the NAI National Championship. We'll be up for grabs Saturday morning starting at 10 a.m. Uh, there should be some great matchups towards the afternoon between ranked guys from uh, from the schools that are coming. That's great. Big, big, big championship, it looks like. Yep. Fire, they're ranked fourth uh, in the nation. The NAI second-ranked life will be in attendance, along with number 13, Reinhardt. So the big dogs coming to, to yeah. the furnace. Should be a great day. Or to the fire. The, what do we call it? The fire pit. The fire pit fire is, pit. is yeah, the yeah, wrestling right. arena, but go. they are moving outside of their oh, we friendly the comp over, over to the furnace. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We need more. Yeah. All right. Softball. Fire softball is off to 5-1 starting the season. What happened this last week? Runs were hard come by on Friday in the doubleheader against number 20, Freed Hardman. Uh, we lost game one, one nothing, and uh, had the bases loaded in the bottom of the seventh, um, you know, and, and, and lost that one. That's a tough one. Uh, then we won 3-2 in extra innings in the second game, That's you know, fine. so – Saturday, they, we swept Thomas uh, 5-3 and 4-1. So that was a, it was a good weekend overall. You know, anytime you lose to the – I think we're ranked 22. They're ranked 20. Uh, one nothing game. I mean, that's that's some good softball to watch yeah. uh, if you love pitching. Sure. Um, but, you know, it was, it was good to come out 3-1 and one on the weekend. Yeah, that's great. Great start. Who were some of the key players last week? Well, Chapel Cunningham had three hits in the first game against Thomas, and Leah Gonzalez hit her first home run of the season. I believe it cleared both fences. Wow. And landed Crushed on Longfellow. Yeah. 
Luckily, it didn't hit a car yeah. on its way down. Uh, Claire Seckinger earned the, in the win in game two, striking out seven and going the distance. That's great. The team will host New College of Florida and Florida National uh, Friday morning, so another big week coming up. Yep. Well, I think that's all we've got today. Uh, thanks so much for filling us in uh, on all that's, all that's going on, and thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you visit SUFire.com for the latest news in fire athletics. You can also find the event calendar there as well as a link to watch all of our home games for free. I know there are a lot of schools that charge out there, you know, <laughs> pay-per-view, and I actually don't get that, but that's another conversation. Yeah. But good luck to all of our teams this week. Uh, make sure you get out to the furnace tonight for the men's and women's basketball doubleheader and get out this Friday for softball. Uh, uh, you know, baseball, as we said, is, right. is, is against uh, number nine Taylor this weekend, and we've got wrestling. So a lot of action here at Big home week. this weekend. Big so week. come on out and support the fire. Thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your week.